Ooh, baby, you got what I need. But you say it's just a friend. But you say it's just a friend. What's up, guys? It's Aziz. It's Aziz on Tory. The boy Aziz is Are you back. To serenade me. Yes. Do you know who Aziz Ansari is? No. He is a comedian who got me too'd. Okay. Everybody's getting me too these days. This guy, though, what was the name of the article? I'm going to look at the article. Uh, and we're going to go over it before I go into this. But he got me too'd, and it just seemed like he didn't do anything wrong. It was just an embarrassingly bad date. Okay. So I'm going to read this to you. You tell me what you think. Okay. Um, where is the... I want. Here's the name of the article. It's on babe.net. <laughs> babe.net. This article was by Katie Way, a star fucker, from what I could tell. <laughs> a celebrity fucker? Yes. Okay. I went on a date with Aziz Ansari. It turned out into the worst night of my life. Well, God, you've had a pretty good life then if this is the worst night of your life. All right. She approached him because she recognized his camera flash. Aziz Ansari was taking pictures of the 2017 Emmy Awards after party with a film camera, not a digital one. That's, that's cool of him. Takes pictures with a film camera, really fucking hip. As he will show you in his new special, he's wearing a Metallica Ride the Lightning shirt. Do you know who Aziz Ansari is? No. I'll show you. This is him. <laughs> he was on that show Parks and Recreation. He's a stand-up comic. Um, not funny. I've never really liked him. Mm-hmm. Anyway, wasn't taking pictures with a digital one. Quote, I stood up and I'm like tipsy at this point and feeling really confident. I'm in a gown and I walk up to Aziz and said, what'd you just shoot with? Oh, the person, Katie Way, the girl that wrote this, isn't the one that this happened to. Okay. Grace is a 23-year-old Brooklyn-based photographer, then age 22, so a year before this was written, this happened. We are not using her real name to protect her identity because she is not a public figure. She says, I'm sorry, brushed her off at first, but after he realized they both brought the same kind of camera to the event, an old model from the 80s, she was impressed. So, okay, I guess um, sparks were flying between these two. They flirted a little. He took two pictures of her. She snapped some of him. And then she and her date went back to the dance floor. This is her talking. It was like one of those things where you're aware of the other person all night, she said. We would catch eyes every now and then. Seemed like, okay, they were probably into each other a little bit. She knows who the fuck he is, you know. And I'm not here. I'm not here to victim blame anybody ever. Mm-hmm. I've read this already, you know, so okay. I don't go into it with the mindset like, fuck this girl, she's fucking throwing him under the bus. I don't even like Aziz Ansari. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So when I was started reading this, I wasn't like thinking like, oh, good, it, she, you know, he, he got got. Because, yeah. you know, this could have potentially been somebody that was uh, sexually assaulted, and that's not good. That's not good ever. Uh, but we'll read further. They ran into each other one last time, right as Grace was leaving. At Ansari's suggestion, she put her number in his phone. When her plane landed back in New York the next day, she already had a message from him. They've exchanged flirtatious banter over text for a week or so before he asked her to go out with him on Monday, September 25th. The date didn't go as planned. The night went in with Grace in an Uber home, in tears, messaging her friends about how Ansari behaved. 
Babe, which is the name of the site, spoke to the first friend she told about it and reviewed the messages on her phone. The day after the incident, she wrote a long text on Sorry saying, I just want to take this moment to make you aware of your behavior and how uneasy it made me. To that message, Sorry responds, Clearly, I misread, thing- I misread things in the moment, and I'm truly sorry. Okay. Okay. The mobile phone number from which his text to her sent matches up with his details on a searchable public register. We spoke, we spoke to Grace. I fucking retarded. Spoke. <laughs> we spoke to... And, you know, I don't want to make this whole episode about this article because my main... I want people to have context if they don't have it about what happened with him. Okay. And then I'm going to talk about the backlash to his special, which I watched. Okay. Out of morbid curiosity. You know how I feel about watching stand-up specials, so it was very yeah. hard for me to do, especially somebody I don't think is funny. Mm-hmm. We spoke to Grace last week. When we met, Ansari had just won Best Actor for his Netflix show, Master of None, at the Golden Globes, which is a decent show, actually. Okay where he declared his support for the fight against sexual assault and harassment by wearing a Time's Up pin on the red carpet. Grace said it was surreal to be meeting up with Ansari, a successful comedian and major celebrity, and she was excited for their date. Before meeting Ansari, Grace told her friends and co-workers about the date and consulted her go-to group chat about what she would, should wear to the cocktail chic dress code he gave her. She settled on a tank top dress and jeans. She showed me a picture. It was a good outfit. After arriving at his apartment in Manhattan on Monday evening, they exchanged small talk and drank wine. It was white, she said. I didn't get to choose, and I prefer red, but it was white wine. Woo! He deserves to be me, too. For that alone. <laughs> Good Lord. How dare he? Look at the wine that I prefer. Right. Then I'm sorry. Right. Then I'm sorry walked her to Grand Banks, an oyster bar on board a historic wooden schooner on the Hudson River just a few blocks away. She said it was a beautiful, warm September night. They discussed NYU, comedy, and a new secret project he was working on. But she says she did most of the talking. Grace says she sensed Ansari was eager for them to leave. When the waiter came over, he quickly asked for the check, and he said, like, let's get off this boat. She recalls there was still wine in her glass and more left in the bottle he ordered. The abruptness surprised her. Like, he got the check, and then it was bada-boom, bada-bing, we're out of here. Okay? They walked the two blocks back to his apartment building, an exclusive address on Tribeca's Franklin Street, where Taylor Swift has a place, too. Okay. Yeah, Tribeca's so nice. Yeah, who gives a fuck about that part, though? When they walked back in, she complimented his marble countertops. According to Grace, Ansari turned the compliment into an invitation. He said something along the lines of, how about you hop up and take a seat? Within moments, he was kissing her. In a second, his hand was on my breast. Then he was undressing her. Then he undressed himself. She remembers feeling uncomfortable and how things quick escalated. Okay, <clears throat> now that is kind of a gray area. I could see that being a little bit like if he didn't ask and he just started groping her and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> I'm kind of I'm not uh, remembering that part of the article. So maybe this <laughs> might change my mind. I don't know. This might change my mind on it. Okay. You know, uh, I'm not a perfect person. No, you're not. So let's just say, let's just say I haven't <laughs> read this article now, <laughs> which I have. I just remember thinking differently about it at the time, though, I guess. When Ansari told her he was going to grab a condom within minutes of their first kiss, Grace voiced her hesitation explicitly. I said something like, whoa, let's relax for a sec. Let's chill. She says he then resumed kissing her, briefly performed oral sex on her, and asked her to do the same thing to him. She did, but not for long. It was really quick. Everything was pretty much touched and done within 10 minutes of hooking up, except for actual sex. 
She says Ansari began making a move on her that he repeated during their encounter. The move he kept doing was taking his two fingers in a V-shape and putting them in my mouth, in my throat to wet his fingers, because the moment he'd stick his fingers in my throat, he'd go straight from my vagina and try to finger me. <laughs> Grace called the move the claw. Okay, I mean, this is a little much, I guess. You know, if, she's, yeah. if she does, in fact, seem uninterested, I would not do this. Uh, Ansari also physically pulled her hand towards his penis multiple times throughout the night. Okay. From the time he first kissed her on the countertop onward. He probably moved my hand to his dick five to seven times, she said. He really kept doing it after I moved it away. Okay, that's a little much. That's a little much. But the main thing was that he wouldn't let her move away from him. She compared the path they cut across his apartment to a football play. It was 30 minutes of me getting up and moving and him following and sticking his fingers down my throat again. It was really repetitive. It felt like a fucking game. Okay, that who sticks their fingers down? Yeah, it is weird. Okay, today I'm gonna say this. This is a little much. This is a little much from him. It's a little, little much. That's a little much for anybody. Like, it's a little much. You would agree that maybe he's in the wrong on this then. Yeah. Okay. Number one, who sticks their fingers down somebody's throat on the first day or any time? Like I don't even I, watch somebody sticking their fucking fingers down my throat. But also But it's like yeah, there she, has to be chemistry and a connection and a clear a yeah. understanding that both parties are wanting right. to go there. What well, does yeah, it does seem like, you know, yeah, it does seem like it is pretty much unwanted by her. So Sticking your fingers down somebody's throat. Am I having a Mandela effect thing happen with my brain? Because I swear I read this and don't remember any of this shit. But I think so, because that's horrible. Yeah, that is pretty bad. Um, throughout the course... Okay, this might change my mind on it. I just can't get past the fingers down somebody's throat. This will change my mind on the whole thing. But also, I still have thoughts on shit that's being said online. Mm-hmm. Throughout the course of her short time in the apartment, she says she used verbal and nonverbal clues cues to indicate how uncomfortable and distressed she was. Most of my discomfort was expressed in me pointing away and mumbling, I know that my hand stopped moving at some point. She said, I stopped moving my lips and turned cold. Whether I'm sorry I didn't notice Grace's retinence or knowingly ignored it is impossible for her to say. I know I was physically giving off cues that I wasn't interested. I don't think that was noticed at all. Or if it was, it was ignored. Ansari wanted to have sex. What were you going to say? I say it clearly. Yeah. Ansari wanted to have sex. She said she remembers him asking again and again, where do you want me to fuck you while she was still seated on the countertop? She says she found the question tough to answer because she says she didn't want to fuck him at all. Okay, fair enough. That's fair enough. I think this is fair so far. Yeah. Um... I wasn't really even thinking of that. I didn't want to be engaged in that with him, but he kept asking, so I said, next time. And he goes, oh, you mean second date? And I go, oh, yeah, sure. And he goes, well, if I poured you another glass of wine now, would it count as our second date? He then poured her a glass and handed it to her. She excused herself to the bathroom soon after. Yeah, this is a bit much. Um, Grace it says she, like his whole game plan was just to get some pussy. Sure, and that's but fair. I feel like that's fair if that was his game plan. If men, a lot of men, had going to dates and just whatever with that mindset, but like it's I okay if say, you do though. But you need to be open and sure with the person sure. about stuff like that. yeah. I agree with that too. I don't think the way he's approaching it's okay, but. Some people do have a problem with dudes just wanting pussy, and I don't think that's a problem. I think that if you're upfront about it, and no, clearly not doing it this you. way. Yeah, but clearly not doing it this way either. Yeah. This is the wrong way to approach it. Uh, Grace says she spent around five minutes in the bathroom collecting herself in the mirror and splashing herself with the water. She, 
Then she went back to Ansari. He asked her if she was okay. I said, I don't want to feel forced because then I'll hate you, and I'd rather not hate you, she said. She told Babe that at first. She was happy with how he reacted. He said, oh, of course. It's only fun if we're both having fun. Okay. After all that, and her verbally telling him that, and him reacting that way, I think that's... He he definitely shouldn't have done the first thing, but at least it didn't go too far, and she made it known by telling him, and I understand that's a difficult situation to be in where you, you, you shouldn't be put in a situation where you have to tell somebody that. I think you, you know, I, I do think it's important to pick up on fucking social cues. Some people don't do that, though. And I'm not making an excuse for it, but some people don't. Uh, I don't know. I do. I wasn't there, though. So. I just don't get the whole thing like, oh, let me proceed to take you on a date just to get some. Like, I'm well, pretty sure there's plenty of women that. that he, you don't see anything wrong with that. With him being like, well, let's go on another date if it means I'm going to have sex. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I feel like from the get-go, that's all he wanted. So he could have just easily went and found a groupie or something and fucked them. Like, sure, there's no need sure. to go on a date sure. and spend money and drink and that's do all the hoopla when that's all you want. Sure. Well, maybe that's something he wants to do. Maybe he maybe he wanted more than sex, too. Who knows? Um, This moment is particular, particularly... I can't say that fucking word. Significant for Grace because she thought that would be the end of the sexual encounter. Her remark, her remark about not wanting to feel forced had added a verbal component to the cues she was trying to give him about her discomfort. When she sat down on the floor next to Ansari, who sat on the couch, she thought he might rub her back or play with her hair, something to calm her down. Ansari instructed her to turn around. He sat back and pointed to his penis and motioned for me to go down on him, and I did. Well, why did you do that, though? Maybe she felt afraid. Sure. Pressure. Sure. But also, like, he, he he's wrong for this. Yeah. But also, like, I don't know. I don't want to say anything. <laughs> like, I, I just I don't know. He pointed his penis in motion for me to go down in him, and I did. I think I just felt really pressured. Okay, that's exactly what you just said. It was literally the most unexpected thing I thought would happen at that moment because I told him I was uncomfortable. He's wrong for that. He's wrong yeah. for, st- like, that's fucking scummy and shitty. Uh, he didn't rape her, though. But yeah, it's shitty what he did. I don't condone any of this. No, I'm not saying that you do. And I do feel like, I feel bad about what I said about the girl now. I take back what I said. Soon he pulled her back up onto the couch. She would tell her friend via text later that night. He made out with me again and says, doesn't look like you hate me. Halfway into the encounter, he led her from the couch to a different part of his apartment. He said he had to show her something. Then he brought her to a large mirror, bent her over, and asked her again, where do you want me to fuck you? <sighs> yeah, okay, this is too much. Yeah, he he did something shitty. He you- was just extremely for it, and it seems like he was horny. I don't know if maybe alcohol was a factor. Well, she said they didn't drink at all, so that, yeah. I guess, wasn't a factor. Unless he got tipsy or, or inebriated beforehand. But like I said, it's like, why go through all of the drama of a date when that's all you want? Right. You well, I'll take back everything I said about... Uh, and find some pussy, some ass, some head. You can go and find a groupie. If you just want sex, you don't have to go through all of that. Like, I don't know. I get real defensive about stuff like that just because of what I've been through with men. It's like, if that's your intention, just say it because it may be the female's intention also to get some dick. Yeah. But you have to clarify and make things like that. No, you can't just, oh, okay, we're going to go on a date. I bought you a meal and now you have to give me some pussy. Yeah. 
Like, I don't even know him or know anything about the story besides what you just told me, but I'm just completely turned off by everything that you're saying. Like, that just sounds, he sounds disgusting. Yeah, that's gross. Uh, I take back everything I said about that at this point. And I know it's two sides to every story. However, that, yeah. Because she's better than me. I would have punched him in the face. Yeah, this is this is bad. Uh, I don't remember it being this bad. Maybe I've grown as a person, but uh, I take back what I said about that. I don't even want to read the rest of it. Uh, I get the point. I will say this, though. I feel like your stance, not from this, but just this whole Me Too thing in general, it's like everything that any man does now, or even woman, it's kind of like it's turned into a thing like that and everybody's getting canceled. Yeah. So... I get that whole part, but that is just that one in particular. Yeah, that that that's not a good one to uh, defend. Um, not at all. But I watched his special, and he apologizes in it, mm-hmm. and says it kind of gave him the year to reflect on his behavior after it. Yeah, he seemed genuinely sorry about it. Yeah. I do think it was shitty. Yeah, I think that a lot of guys have done shit like that. I think guys have crossed lines, <clears throat> but if you can't let the guy grow as a person and apologize, he, he now was... that, I 100% agree with. Mm-hmm. I always feel like, I say this, I feel like people make mistakes. Now, he like did something shitty, and she doesn't... She, her, personally, she doesn't have to forgive him. That's her fucking yeah. thing. That's, but that should be a learning lesson for him. But yeah, he, I, I, me personally, I thought the guy learned from it from what I watched. I don't like him, but I can admit when it looks like a person that can yeah. admit they were wrong. It looked like he did to me. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I saw, it's a comedy special too. He's not going to spend the whole special apologizing right. for it. Um, but there's a little chunk in it where he says something about it and addresses it. Yeah. At the very beginning of the special, he does. Well, I commend, commend him for that. Yeah. The, f- yeah. And uh, there's people doing far worse. There's very there's a spectrum of this shit, you know. And what he did was shitty. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Reading it again, I feel bad for for yeah. defending it. Honestly, it uh, yeah, it is pretty bad. Um, I will admit that that shitty like that I've I've defended him at all. But I will defend him on one thing is he did apologize for it and said seemed genuinely sorry and like mm-hmm. he seems like he might have grown as a person. And I saw a tweet today where this guy said, Hey, Aziz Ansari, maybe you should have said you're sorry, not joked about consent and assault, expressed solidarity with survivors everywhere. He did those he did that though. Mm-hmm. Um, been genuine, not performative. It's a fucking comedy special. Yeah. How are you he was genuine, I feel like. Yeah. What do you mean performative? It's a comedy <laughs> special. It's a special being filmed. I feel like people don't take comedians serious. Like when it comes to, I guess, you guys like trying to like explain yourselves, I guess, in situations maybe because it comes off, I guess, like everything is a joke. Like, I don't know. Like, you know how sometimes we would get into arguments before and I would be like, I feel like you think it's a joke, but I don't think you intentionally would be that way. It's just, I guess, by you being like, that's your sense of humor, maybe. You get what I'm trying to say? Uh, I kind of zoned out, but like I, I was reading that. And then I'm, I'm an idiot. What What did you? What, I'm just saying, I feel like people don't take comedians seriously. It's just like I always say. You ever right. heard anybody say um, an actor? They wouldn't date an actor because it's like they're good at lying. Yeah. I guess my point is like you guys are always like being funny and stuff. Like I guess when trying to be serious and apologize, I guess maybe people don't take it. Like you're being authentic. Because yeah. Because it's like you're... Right, right, j- right. Joking all the time. Yeah. 
Well, the guy also said, "Don't you shouldn't have made this an addendum to a Netflix comedy special, which I do agree with that. Mm-hmm. I can see that point. Mm-hmm. It does seem kind of like you should have made a public statement about this, maybe not include it in your comedy special. Mm-hmm. That I agree with. <laughs> that was stupid. Donated some of your proceeds to Time's Up. Maybe he did. Do you know he didn't do that? Maybe he did or he will. Um, also, it just came out. What proceeds? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know how that works. I could be wrong. But uh, but this guy, to me, it just seems like people, it's just like, admit you hate the guy. I've admitted it. thing, you don't always have to donate to stuff either just to like make a statement. If, if I feel like if he apologized, I want to say that should be enough. That's just like, this is something totally different, but there's a celebrity who won $68,000 at a um, casino recently, and she's married to a basketball player. So Wendy Williams was like, oh, you should donate that money, and people were giving her hell about it. Like, she won that money. I don't see why she should have to donate it. I get that she... Right, you shouldn't have money, to. But you can't tell people what to do That's something she won. Money. Right. Exactly. So I agree with that. Sorry. I feel like that should be enough. Not saying no, it never will. And he's, you know, not shitty, but he shouldn't have to donate his proceeds from his special. No, to time I don't up. think he should either. But he, this kind of gets to my point that I was gonna, that I'm gonna make, mm-hmm. which is these people just don't like Aziz Ansari, is what it is. So yeah. nothing he does is gonna be enough. Right. It's like even if he did everything on that checklist that guy made, which he did half of yeah. already. So I don't know what he's talking about. Said you're sorry. He did. Yeah. So, like, half of the checklist is already marked off, and he's saying he didn't. Uh, and it's like, no matter if he did everything on it and more, it wouldn't be enough. Yeah. It wouldn't be enough because you don't like them. Just say you don't fucking like them. Yeah. If you say you don't like them, that, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't like them. I don't like them and fuck them. I mean, I don't, I don't care about this guy. Just say you fucking hate his guts. Don't make it about some yeah. social justice movement. Because yeah. what you're doing, he's saying don't be performative. It's like, that's what you're doing. <laughs> you're being performative online to get people to think you're a good person. Yeah. So don't give me this shit about like you're doing it for some social justice movement. You're full of shit. You're a fucking... <laughs> it's this performative wokeness bullshit. That's what bothers me the most about it. Is A lot of it isn't genuine. I yeah. don't think... Obviously, if you have committed sexual assault or done shit shitty to women, yeah, fucking fuck you. I mean, you know, learn from it. You know, yeah. some people need to be punished for it legally, but there's a spectrum too where you need to be punished for it legally or acknowledge what you've done and fucking exile yourself from fucking comedy or whatever it is you need to do. Yeah, but people can't admit that it's like they just don't like the person. Yeah, and and fucking just hate them. And wish that he wouldn't fucking do comedy. And it's like, just say that, you know? Yeah. Nick Mullen uh, kind of made the same point during the whole Louie argument. He was like, uh, people were trying to make that about a workplace issue. And he's like, it's not, though. It's just you don't like them and don't want them to perform. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I agree with that. That's kind of what I'm saying about this is that it's like, yeah. bro, just admit that you don't like the guy and you, you, you don't want him to do comedy and you'd wish he'd rather not even get any opportunities. Right. But there's an audience for he still has fans that want to see him and they did. And I think he apologized for it or whatever. Does that make anything he did less shitty? No. What he did was shitty. But can you erase that from time? Can you erase what he did? No. No, you cannot. So like short of killing the fucking guy or exiling him from comedy, what is there else that he can do? Yeah. 
These people know deep down that there's nothing he can do that'll fix it. It's just admit crazy. that. It's just like people still supported Bill Clinton after that stuff that happened with him, Monica Lewinsky, him cheating on his wife. People supported JFK after all the stuff that he did. People supported R. Kelly until recently. Like, it's just crazy to me that certain celebrities or people in the public eye can do things and it's like they'll get shit for a little bit then be forgiven. Oh, uh, well, other people Bill Clinton's a whole new on. thing recently. Oh, they were saying something about him recently? Oh, you know the Jeffrey Epstein thing that I told you about? Mm-hmm. the, pe- the in, Like no. his list of... Um, yeah, Bill contacts. Clinton's on that list. Wow. Um, and Donald Trump is on there also, but he had a lot to say about the whole pizza game yeah. thing. And there's this thing too with like super, super like like left Democrat uh, like Trump resistance anti-Trump resistance people where they're like well Trump's on it so like uh, you know they basically ignored this whole thing till they found out Trump's name was on it Mm -hmm. now that his name's on it they're really concerned and it's like they'll do anything to protect the fucking Clintons Yeah, they can do no fucking wrong to these people and it doesn't matter if their fucking name's on a flight log they could Fuck a kid in the face on TV and it wouldn't change their fucking mind about Hillary Clinton. And it's just like, God, how fucking brainwashed are you? Yeah. I was listening to a podcast. You know, I don't want to cite other podcasts for like, you know, because I want to talk about shit on my own. But when I was in the shower a minute ago, I was listening to a podcast. It was Mike Racine, uh, who's a very funny stand-up comic from New York, has a podcast called The Sit Down. And he did an episode about Jeffrey Epstein, and he had a, a, a his guest. Uh, 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 God, I feel like a dick. I can't remember the fucking guy's name now. Uh, I'm gonna get it though. Don't worry. Uh, he used to co-host the podcast with him, uh, Ray Goots. The Ray Goots guy brought up a very interesting fucking point about this whole Epstein thing, and I did not think about it. And it, it kind of it makes this whole Epstein thing a little more interesting. Kevin Spacey is uh, on trial right now, currently. Like this, he was on um, what is that show? House of Cards. House of Cards. I was just thinking about him. Also, are they being okay with him now, or is he still? No, 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 no. He's on trial right now for that shit. Oh, um, wow. And one of the guys retracted his statement about it, and uh, I think they're throwing it out. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, he'll never work again. But also, the interesting point the Ray Goots guy made on that podcast, uh, and I don't want this to be a recap of other podcasts or anything, <laughs> but it is such an interesting point to what we're talking about, I, I have to bring it up, yeah. is Ray Goots said um, that Kevin Spacey's on trial this week, right? Mm-hmm. The Epstein thing happened the same week. Okay. Kevin Spacey's on the flight logs for the Epstein thing. He was on the same flight as Bill Clinton on one. Now Bill Clinton's being looked at and Epstein the same week, and he had the theory that Kevin Spacey rolled over on them hmm. for this shit. That's very interesting because a lot of crazy shit's going to fucking happen with this. If they do, I showed you. Like, I don't want to sound like a Pizzagate guy because a lot of the Pizzagate conspiracy, even when I showed you that video, a lot of it's very stupid stuff, like speculation. You, you were like not to tell anybody or something. Yeah, I wouldn't publicly say you're like... I mean, I just think that it's an interesting story. Like, I'm not saying like, oh, I'm just oh so with this. Right. I so believe everything. It's just to hear some of those things and see that. It was just like, wow. Well, there was a very amateur kind of iMovie yeah. documentaries but it was very well put together for an iMovie thing like yeah. it's it, it kept your attention basically it doesn't surprise me though like there's always some type of shady shit going on like in the dark in hollywood yeah always here's a my i'm the of, of the opinion which 
it's pretty much been proven at this point, but people still say it's a conspiracy theory, that there is an underground child sex trafficking ring in Hollywood. Yeah. And Kevin Spacey was a part of it. Uh, fucking Dan Schneider from Nickelodeon. They they paid Dan Schneider $7 million Who to leave. What did he do? Did you ever watch all that? Yeah. You were the fat guy that the adult on there who was like the manager at uh, Good Burger and stuff. Uh-huh. That's Dan Schneider. Yeah. Okay. And he's implicated in a lot of fucking oh, Hollywood wow. pedophile ring shit. He had a fucking, and I've talked about this on this mm-hmm. podcast. Like people that listen probably are fucking, they're like, God, he's back on this again. But. On his Twitter, he for a while he was like saying like, "Hey kids, send me a picture of your feet like with a message to Miranda Cosgrove on it, and I'll send it to <laughs> I her." I remember hearing about that. Yeah, it was on that documentary we watched, the uh, Open Secret. Oh, okay. <laughs> which they scrubbed from YouTube. That was a good documentary that we couldn't find they it took on YouTube. It off? Yeah, we were gonna. I was gonna watch it with you again the wow. other night, and uh, they took it off because you know to celebrate the Epstein mm-hmm. uh, here. <laughs> we're celebrating. It's a party in this house when pedophiles get caught. <laughs> We hate pedophiles here. It makes me think about what is the guy? Is it Corey Feldman? Is his name? Corey Feldman's very adamant but I feel and like outspoken. People think that he's crazy, and I didn't. Oh, he say knows in about the interview that he wanted to say names, but he wasn't scared. He'll like, go. He'll kill his ass. Get killed. Yeah. I mean, there was a person with the Clintons. Uh, I think the Clintons had this lady killed that was in that documentary we watched. Yeah. The they, they, there's in, so um, many people that have I showed up that knew and she was in. Yeah, I forgot her fucking name, but there are so there are so many people that like had dirt on them that yeah. kill themselves, quote unquote. Yeah. That turn up as suicides. There's theories that She's a, a perfect example. Yeah, I think Marilyn Monroe was killed possibly. I do. Yes. Um a lot of ODs, a lot of suicides, mm-hmm. uh that just don't add up. Yeah. Um and it's very weird. You've heard of Dorothy Dandridge before? I've heard of her, yeah. Her story was kind of similar to Marilyn Monroe's. Like, they were in, like, the same social circles and stuff. And um, I know she fooled around with a couple of people. And they said that she OD'd. But I honestly think that she was murdered also. Like, I don't know what it is. But I feel like when you get into that world with these celebrities and these, like, powerful people and, you know, all these secrets. Like, I don't want to know your secrets. I don't want to fool around with you. I don't know nothing. Just leave me alone. Because right. it's like... Yeah, because you could be fucking murked. Right. You're going to be a grease spot on the fucking White House floor, baby. This is too it's much. Like, I got a clue. She took a bunch of fucking Oxycontin and fucking overdose. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's crazy. Like, this shit goes so deep, and I sound crazy talking about it, but it all just kind of adds up. Yeah. Dan Schneider, though, they paid him. Nickelodeon paid him seven million to leave uh, this past year in 2018. They paid him seven million dollars to leave the network all of a sudden, and it's like maybe they were getting ahead of something. Maybe they were getting ahead of some story that they thought was going to leak. With him, yeah. it's crazy because there's a theory that he got Jamie Lynn Spears pregnant because she had a wreck with her baby. Uh, it was either she was like texting him on set one day and he was getting texts and people were pregnant at 16 mm-hmm. right yeah and people on the set around dan schneider were saying like he was acting really like disgruntled and like mm-hmm. you know you see somebody text and you can tell some yeah. shit's going on like mm-hmm. he was pacing and like very mad and angry throwing temper tantrums and like later that day she had a wreck like with her kid in the car and like the theory is that like she was gonna roll over and say it was his baby wow so it's crazy. It's crazy shit. Like it's it's something to think about. It could all be bullshit and speculation. A lot of the Pizzagate shit speculation. Some of it when you watch that documentary is like, come on, dude. 
Like he was going into shit. Like there's performance artists that perform at Comet uh, Pizza and Ping Pong. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, no, they're just weird artists that like do weird shit. I was just weirded out by those hashtags on that guy's page. And, oh like, the yeah. Symbols. The owner. Stuff. The owner's yeah. Instagram's very, very much. I don't know about how much of that speculation. A lot of it's very yeah. sketchy. He posts pictures of children that look very like not happy and like worn down. And you don't know who the kids and are. Then, They're not like his nieces, nephews. Not tagging anything. anybody's parents. Yeah. Like who are these, these children? Hashtags. And what was the whole like thing they went to where they painted with semen and? Oh, that was some weird performance artist lady. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know how much she has to do with it. I think that's also speculation. But uh, Hillary Clinton, yeah, I'm like not saying she did, I just thought it was weird. Hillary Clinton threw party, like was a lot of parties with her, which is weird. Which the is something emails like, that they talked about. Like, it's pu- it should be on public record yeah. that like voters would like to know shit like that. I don't know how much that would sway a voter. Mm-hmm. It's really stupid if it did. Yeah, but to not make that public knowledge yeah. is a little odd. Um, I don't know though. Uh, a lot of it's speculation. A lot of it's very legitimately seems alarming. Yeah. Uh, but like the 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 public at large doesn't seem that concerned with pedophilia happening when you hear about this shit. You would think with the amount like where you hear like any woman says any kind of like a little bit sexual indecency. With a celebrity, your fucking career's over. There was a New York Times op-ed written about it the next day. Yeah. You're fucking canceled. But like, whenever there's even a little bit of speculation about fucking children being molested in Hollywood, yeah, people brush that shit under the rug like it's nothing. If that were yeah. anything else, you'd be fucking canceled. Like, it's insane. Yeah. Some of these people that are fucking like uh, uh, accused of this, yeah. Like, Jeffrey Epstein, before this shit happened, was getting, a, like, supervised probation yeah, for this shit. I remember. Like, most, like, hundreds of, like, 14-year-old girls, like, fucking jerking him off. Trips. He was still basically living his life. And he like, was absolutely living his life. him in jail, but they say he still would go to, like, yeah. his... Yeah. Like Basically, an open jail. cell. Like, he would go yeah, back to I fucking... I never, ever heard of any shit like that Ever, in ever in my fucking life have heard of some shit like that. That's not jail. That's you a... Jail, but you can leave and go to your office. That's a temporary apartment. Right. Like, come on, man. I'm sure he ate the best of the best food. You know he did. Filet mignon. He ain't this time. He's not getting out from this one. <laughs> This one, I think they got him dead to rots on. Well, actually, I don't know. I don't know. He yeah. might get supervised probation on this one, too. He might know too much. He's very crazy. politically connected, and that means a lot. Yeah. Like, the Clintons kill motherfuckers over this shit. Yeah. Jeffrey Epstein's going to be... You're going to hear about Epstein having a heart attack or some shit soon. <laughs> mark, my, mark my words, guys. He's going to have a heart attack soon. Yeah. There's a conspiracy theory that people like high up in the political spectrum have heart attack guns. I don't know. It's, it's a conspiracy crazy. theory, but I don't know. It's an interesting one. I don't like how people like try to make it seem like with the whole Epstein thing with the girls. Like from what I saw, you know, there was sound like oh, a lot of them were like less fortunate and homeless and this and that. Like I, I didn't hear it on there, but I know sometimes when girls or like young people do things like that and they participate in it, they're like, oh, they had a choice. No, because when you're young, you're very immature. You're very naive because it's like when I think of how I was at that age, 
I would have done something like that because yes. I'm like, oh wow, this person has millions of dollars and yada yada yada. Oh, I do but it the now. Mental, <laughs> the mental aspect of that, like, as you grow older, it will bother you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it seems all fun and games and stuff then, but like, as you grow older, wow, that's not right. Like, this was like, he abused me in a way. Like, it's just, it's not right. Mm-mm. It's very fucked up. But yeah, I mean, that went into a weird wormhole. I was talking about Aziz Ansari at the end of that. But it is, oh, that's how it goes. Uh, uh, I do. My Wait, mind's. So you would jerk Epstein off today. Huh? You would jerk Epstein off today. In jail, maybe. I don't know. He's not, he's not in jail right now, though. He's just on. He's just being questioned. And I, I think he's being charged with it. I don't know. It's just all crazy. You never know with these things with people that fucking powerful. He has an island. Yeah. Like, come on, you know. But yeah, wow, that good, wow, that dude, wow. that dude we talked about on the last episode, the uh, the free one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can say his name now. He's fucking canceled, baby. A lot of shit came out about him. <laughs> I know it seems like a gossip podcast, but it's really just exposing hypocrites and fucking assholes. This Yusef Roach guy. My sister would just not stop calling me. I hate when people, even though it's my sister, if I tell you I'm going to call you back, like, you should just take that one to call you back. Like, don't yeah. keep calling me. Your sister's cool as fuck, though. She's always got my side. Yeah, she is. She well, didn't have your side on this last time, though, until recently. What? What? Hmm. Hold on. Say that again. She didn't have your side on um this last little hiccup between us until recently when I told her that you were doing better and she got your side she wasn't on my side no <laughs> she said she was disappointed okay well as long as she wasn't talking shit no no <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, you know anyway <laughs> that, that Yusef Roach guy though I'm uh you know the guy like is just a fucking phony he worked his way into the fucking LA comedy scene somehow mm-hmm. He's, not, he's just some half-ass fucking comic that doesn't work, and he's not funny. I don't know how he tricked these people into thinking he was. Maybe he's just a very likable guy in person. I don't know. I have friends that I respect and I'm really good friends with that were like, just fucking... That's why I never really spoke up about it, I guess. It's like, what's the point? People are going to just fucking... Maybe I'm wrong about the guy, and he's just a good guy, and just no, you know, nothing... Nothing can be done about it. Like, I, I just had a feeling about him from the beginning. It's yeah. like... He just seemed like he was like... It seemed like his brain was rotten from listening to, like, irony podcasts. And he was trying to, like, mimic that sense of humor. And it was all just, cum, like, hack cum jokes and shit. And I'm like, what? It, like, there are people that do this ten times funnier than him. And he's just, like, still in their whole thing, it feels like. And it's, uh... Turns out he was just a fucking phony that was grifting people on Venmo. And, like, apparently, uh... I hate people who make jokes about that. Like, jokes about cum, like, sex and stuff. Well, if it's funny, I don't. I've done it. But, I mean, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, But apparently, like, the day after, like, he uh, got exposed for, like, grifting people on Venmo and shit, he, like, went to some girl's apartment to have sex with her and, like, hit her or some shit. I don't know if he hit her. He abused her somehow. Outside of... The girlfriend this yeah was yeah a different this girl. was after she was like putting his shit on blast and like some wow. girl was like well he came over two days later and you know did something abusive to, did some kind of abusive shit to me 
And it's like, God damn. But it is, you know what's annoying about this whole thing? Some girl was talking about it, and she was like, now that the truth's out there about Yusuf, you should send me money instead because I have a dog. I just got a Rottweiler, and I can't pay for his veterinary visit. It's like, why did you get a Rottweiler then if you didn't have money to fucking like take care of it? Why did you do that? It, like it, nobody well, owes sometimes you. Sometimes people make mistakes with that. Sure, but like you don't go, did, like you don't go and ask for fucking money like it's you know yeah, owed to you because of that yeah definitely that's what i'm talking about yeah of course i've made we have made that mistake mm-hmm. that's but like well, we we didn't go ask for fucking money and like no. felt owed something because of a mistake we fucking made it's just the tone of it feels that way yeah i know his ex has like gallbladder problems and is raising money for her like surgery i think that's a hundred percent like you should you know if you, if you feel so inclined should donate to that that seems perfectly fucking reasonable because that shit yeah. is unreasonably expensive mm-hmm. it's fucking insane but if you're talking about like a dog you just got knowing goddamn well you couldn't take care of it fuck that shit i'm giving you I'm a fucking dime give to the girl's gallbladder surgery don't give to that i'm asking to get new wigs new makeup new clothes a new car. Yeah, just send me money because right. I'm so... Well, we get money from this, but I we... feel like it's the public's responsibility. Yeah, <laughs> it's what that is. But I mean, we, we, we ask for money on this, but people pay money for us to put this out because people... And I'm... Goddamn, like, I'm very uh, overwhelmed almost by, like, the messages I've got this week. I was starting to wonder, like, are we putting out a quality product? Do people want to hear this? Like, and... People kind of uh, reaffirmed that we, we, we are, yeah. and that they want to hear that. It feels weird, almost. Like, it does feel weird. Like, I, I'm very doubtful of my uh, 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 comedic skills, I guess, or, like, if people want to hear what I have to say. But apparently people do, and I can't really deny that. People tell me all the time now that I do. Well, I feel like this with any type of, like, content creator, like with YouTube, whatever, like, people watch vlogs about people cleaning up it's just like it depends on what the audience like basically likes you mm. may not think that yeah it's that interesting but to other people it may be sure just yeah like and i'm guilty of about. thinking that yeah just like when i talk about our relationship stuff and you're like no one wants to hear that sure maybe like, some people do you know i'm right. wrong some because it's helpful like i like to hear other people's stories about stuff they're going through with their man or their girl or whatever because i could take advice from it and sure deal with it in ours well the thing with this podcast too it started out as me kind of like therapeutic almost for me just to kind of talk about stuff yeah and it, 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 it it's worked in that capacity because it's made me kind of grow as a person it sounds silly but like it does kind of help me grow as a person to put some of this shit out there my thoughts because i have like i said and you know like i say it all the time and it, it sounds like i'm making excuses for my behavior but i have really bad fucking anxiety and depression and when i talk about how i feel about it it does help yeah and um that's kind of what this podcast started as mm-hmm. And I, I I feel like I've grown a little bit as a person doing it because I've said shit on here and put it out there how I feel about shit that I don't necessarily feel the same way about anymore on past episodes. Yeah. And I feel like if I hadn't have done that, I wouldn't have changed my mind about it at all, if that makes sense. I feel like since I've met you, you've grown a lot as a person. I feel like I have too. I know I have over the past few years and since doing this podcast. And it's, uh, you know, I'll, I will admit before anybody that like I have said shit on here I don't agree with anymore mm-hmm. but had I not I don't think that I would have um grown as a person yeah and, and you live you learn That's you put well you put about. your you put your 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 thoughts out there like that to people yeah. um 
you know, it, it, it'll change your mind a little bit about yeah. stuff. But uh, let's see. There is a couple of things I wanted to bring up right here. Um, I have some hot topics I can talk about to you. Okay, we can. But um, let's see. Yeah, I mean, I, I I have pretty much covered what I want to talk about. I think I did say I was going to go. I made a Patreon post earlier saying I was going to talk about that girl from Nashville's blog and just kind of read through it and make fun of it because it's really <laughs> shitty. But I don't really think we have enough time for it, and I will we'll just do it on the next Patreon. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, sorry that I put – I, I got to do better about that, too. Like, I'll put these ideas I have out and kind of put them out before I flesh them out. And yeah. don't really think them through. So I'd like mm-hmm. to flesh that one out. And I wanted to make it a little more organized. Because, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, you're gonna, I want to do a whole episode on it. So we'll save that for the next one. I'm sorry I put that out there if that's kind of what you were wanting to hear on this. And I'm very sorry. We'll put it out uh, on the next one. Absolutely, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What are some hot topics you have? Because we need to get back on those. Because <laughs> I know you, yeah. you, you've been... You hadn't been able to uh, get a word in, it seems like, when here. I, I, you know, I'm constantly talking. It's just a constant stream of consciousness for me. So go, go ahead. It's fine, though. It doesn't bother me. But this is something I think you'll be interested in. So it's about the fire fist and the fraud. Ooh, yay. Yeah. And the bullshit that went out with that. Hate so, frauds. Ja Rule, whose Ooh, real baby. name, his government is Jeffrey. I'm not sure his last name, but I didn't know his name was Jeffrey. What is it with Jeffrey's? <laughs> Epstein, Ja Rule, Star, douchebag, but fuck Jeffrey Star. What a piece of shit. TMZ is reporting Ja Rule remains on the hook for allegedly defrauding thousands of Firefest ticket buyers after shooting his shot with the judge and coming up short. Yeah, he's not a good. <laughs> he is not a good public speaker or like somebody that can defend himself he's worth a idiot. fuck. He's retarded. How yeah. fuck? It's insane how stupid this fucking guy is. He just digs himself into a deeper hole anytime he opens his fucking <laughs> retarded mouth. Ja had filed a motion to dismiss the class action lawsuit filed by fire ticket holders and attendees in which they claim he lied through his teeth with social media posts promoting the legendarily doomed music fest. The good news for Jai is the judge agreed with him that several of the allegedly fraudulent social media posts either could not be attributed to him or don't constitute fraud. So basically, he's still going back and forth to court about this. I haven't heard anything about the other guy. I forgot his name. Uh, shit, I did too. Fuck. But... The thing is, like, I don't even see how he can even fight this because the proof is there. Like, you got all these people there to this island. They paid. You had all these influencers out there that you paid all this money to that you guys didn't have. You didn't mm-hmm. provide toilets. Like, I think they had to use, like, porta-potties or something, but it wasn't enough of them. Like, they had to sleep They didn't tents. provide shit that they right. said they were they going didn't to. They have food. They barely had water. Like, it was The just goat a- festival. <laughs> It was a hot mess. Like, I just, I had never even heard about this shit until you brought it up when we watched those documentaries. The Hulu one's the one you should watch. Just completely disregard the Netflix one. That's the one that the fucking Jerry Media produced. So it's very much not, they're not implicated in it. Yeah. It was a very, it was a tactical move on their part. And fuck Jerry. Goddamn that fucking fuck Jerry company. Fuck them. Garbage. They should not still be a company. Like it's just—it's insane that they haven't been shut down by like the FBI or something. It's just—it's a mess. Like I'm just like, wow. I just still can't believe it happened. But yeah, he's still in court. There's still are um, 
is litigation about all of this crap. And I honestly feel like I think they should do jail time. If not jail time. They absolutely time, should. It's they fraud. Should have to pay like a really big fine. At least pay everybody their money back who bought those fucking tickets. Well, they know they can't, so they should in turn go fucking do time for it. Yeah. Isn't that guy doing time though? Uh, Billy Bobby, what's his name? If I'm not mistaken, I know, but I think he did, but he got out of jail. It's Billy something, I think. Yeah, he was just a complete jerk. Like, you could just look at him and tell that he thought he was the shit. Like, oh, he was a club like a guy. Fun, baby. He was a dude that would go to a fucking clubs and be like, let's get bottle service, dude. My dad's paying for it, motherfucker. My dad's connected. He knows Tony Soprano. And they're like, Tony Soprano's not a real person. He's like, you shut the fuck up. Tony's a real person. My dad knows him. And he killed somebody. And he'll kill your dad, too. <laughs> My dad knows James Gandolfini. James Gandolfini's not a fucking mobster. Yes, he is. You shut up or I'll fucking have him whack you. I just can't. Okay, then I have another one to talk about. So, me and Nick a while ago watched the documentary Leave in Neverland about um, Ugh, Michael Jackson's um, exploits, victims, or whatever. So, Janet Jackson, support, not supportedly, <laughs> apparently came out and gave an opinion um, to the Sunday Times about this whole thing with the um, leaving Neverland documentary. Yes. And she says that she feels like her brother's legacy is not in the least bit of danger, that it will continue, that she loves to see when kids emulate him and adults still listen to his music. It just lets you know the impact that my family has had on the world. No, I'm going to say it in her voice. Very negatively. I hope I'm not sounding arrogant in any way. I'm just stating that's what it is. It's really all God's doing, and I'm just thankful for that. Like, honey, I'm not taking away the fact that he's a musical superstar. He was a musical genius. Off the Wall is a good-ass song. I get that. Now, I was never that big of a fan of him. He's a child rapist. However... I just don't think all these people are lying. Like, what do you no. have to gain now? No, there's nothing all to gain these from years that. Later, and their stories, adults, there's children and families. Nobody wants to say I was molested. Their stories are similar too, right? But also at the same time, there's a lot to gain now. Saying you were uh, a victim or something, people praise you if you're a victim. Now, I don't think they're lying, and I don't think a lot of people are about it. But there is shit to gain from it. I don't know. It's just, no- it bothers me with stuff like that because I'm a victim of rape. Like, I wasn't molested as a child, but that's not something that I want to profit off. Like, I don't like talking no. about it. I talk about it when I feel like it's necessary to help somebody or to tell my story. Sure. But as far as, like, going on interviews every day and, no, you know, writing a book and doing this and doing Opening that, that fucking wound and pouring salt right. back in it. Like, yeah, no, no, no. very devastating for me that I still think about a lot to this day. Well, I'm talking about people that lie about shit like that. No, I know. And there is shit to gain to lie about it. I've yeah. seen people do it. Uh, but in this case, no, I don't think they're lying. It, it yeah. makes too much sense. And it's just so many fucking people saying it about the but same guy. But I will guy. say this, and not defending MJ, I just feel like the way that he was raised and the life that he lived, I don't think he was taught the right things. Absolutely I don't think he was not. mentally there. I feel like he was very childlike. He was stunned. He thought he was. He was absolutely stunned. Yeah. Like he, and I just think that he mentally wasn't there like yeah, absolutely not i agree with that i've said that myself yeah. um 
But yeah, it's it's uh, I, I will never defend that fucking guy. He's a child rapist, straight up. Um, and people don't seem to have a problem with it as much as uh, yeah. uh, somebody trying to hit on a fucking woman or something. Yeah, <clears throat> it, 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 that's obviously more important than children being fucking raped in a pedophile ring, obviously. But yeah, definitely. Uh, there was something I saw today too that like. Twitter is just a cesspool of shit that's just gonna piss me off every time I get on there. Let me find it. Uh, some guy tweeted this thing. It was this little black girl went and beat up this white kid, mm-hmm. and this dude was like cheering it on. Uh, and but it, it rubbed me the wrong way. And the the, uh, the tweet it shows this black girl, this white kid's being a fucking bully, mm-hmm. uh, and just shows up and is like an asshole. He's a little fucking asshole, but he's a child. Mm-hmm. He's a fucking child. Yeah. And uh, this black girl just starts, I mean, she whoops his ass. Mm-hmm. It's entertaining, you know, but I'm not saying I'm a good person either. <laughs> like, I, I think it's funny. <laughs> and this guy put, an aggressive kid came to the block with some colonizer energy. And then he encountered a little girl who channeled the spirit of Harriet Tubman. And it's like, yeah, but you're you're cheering on kids fighting each other. The spirit Is of Harriet Tubman. Yeah, it's like, uh, like what you're cheering... On children. Is he white or black? He's something. He's not white. Um, but yeah, he's like channeling the fucking uh, spirit of Harriet Tubman. She wouldn't support that. No. Anybody that, has, that isn't a shitty person wouldn't. <laughs> it's two children fighting. I'm, just I'm not claiming to be a good person. I'll watch that all day. But like, I hate kids. So like... <laughs> I don't think they should be harmed or molested and shit yeah. like that. I think they should be protected because they're fucking children. And I don't really hate children. I love babies. I think babies I are know cute. You do. Yes, <laughs> like I think babies are sweet. I know I can't look like I do and say that, but I do. Sorry, I, I, I'm not a fucking weirdo. But um, gotta watch what you say now, I guess. And I don't think that you look like a child molester. Like, and mm. this is another you thing. There's a lot of people that don't agree, people disagree who with you. Right, people. People who are horrible, people who kill people, they all don't look the same. You have some people that look completely, quote unquote, normal. They're very attractive. They're like pillars of the community. And they're going around here doing all this stuff. Just because somebody has glasses and a mustache and they dress in Adidas pants and graphic tees or whatever, does not mean that they're after children right like every gay person or every transgender person is not trying to fuck your child right because i don't want a child right so don't put that shit on me like i don't like this stereotype that every gay person every transgender person no it's dangerous to a child it's a dangerous stereotype i don't like it either it's fucked up I, i i i just don't like what fucking online mob mentality does to people's brains especially on the left like obviously on the right it's very dangerous too like you know proud boys shit like that it's dangerous but like to act like for the left how like they're not implicated in some fucking hypocritical and shitty behavior is absolute bullshit and that's a god subject but i have something else i want to answer that's what bothers me but yeah let's let's (laughs) well we can we can tell end it with what you're about to say okay so back to the whole stereotypes about gays and trans and stuff so i feel like with every straight man let me see what my sister wants because she keeps calling me so clearly something is wrong we're nearly done we're nearly done just say it like and we'll, we'll call her back so um, there was this guy at work, and he he's a supervisor, and he was like, I am me about work stuff, and we started talking about other things. And so he went and told one of my good friends, like, oh, Dorian's really cool, blah, blah, blah. 
I didn't know she was that cool. And so my friend was like, well, what did you think was going to happen? You thought she was going to try to come after you, like, sexually or try to talk to you a certain type of way or something? And he was like, oh, no, it's just, you know, a lot of um, gay guys and a lot of trans women be with that shit. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? So I'm like, I hate that people feel like because of who I am, I'm going to try to sleep with you or be inappropriate with you. Or just you might be not on even that be that shit. attractive to me It's my whole thing. Guys are always after me. It's not me going to Oh, and they them. definitely are, so too. So you say that I'm cool because you find out. I mean, I am a cool person. I'm very chill and all of it. I'm not going to try to go sleep with you. And first of all, I have a boyfriend. But even if I didn't, I'm not a prostitute. I'm not a hoe. I'm not any of those things. But I feel like because of a lot of people in my community, it's made out to be that way. So that's why everybody kind of looks at me when they see me and they're like, damn, Dorian is really cool. Like they're like, you know, I like all them other, you know, CCs or all them other like trans. Like you're just very chill. I'm like, well, what do you expect me to be? I'm Dorian. Right. So that was all I wanted to say. That's fucking yeah. I think that's fair. And uh, well, guys, I hope you got what you wanted out of this one. We uh, this is a good episode. Yeah. I, I love yeah. talking about conspiracy theories and shit like that. I think that uh, we'll probably be if you hear about us committing suicide. Uh. Even though I joke about it a lot, just know that Jeffrey Epstein or the Clintons had me and Dorian killed. That's all I got to <laughs> say about that. Or well, Janet. More Janet. You know, she's very powerful. But yeah, I think that'll do it for this one. Thanks Later. for donating. Uh, we really appreciate you guys. Dorian's got to call her sister now. Um, but yeah, spread the word about this shit. People are picking up on it and loving it, and we're loving that about it. So thank you. Tune in next time, baby.